With rates having moved so high, not just in Australia, but around the world, we're pretty much now going towards a recession. What I wanna focus on in this video is how do you actually use the recession to your advantage? Now, there is so much pain out there, so much negativity, and it's about to get worse if we are to see anything like the GFC. Now, in this video, as we go through, keep an open mind about using opportunities like this as a generational wealth opportunity, rather than something to get depressed about. If you're interested in what my thoughts are, definitely keep watching. Hey guys, my name is Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency and financial freedom. Achieving financial freedom is hard enough, but when you have recessions come around and you're not prepared, mate, that's going to F you up. So what we want to focus on is six tips that I've got here around how to really position yourself over the next six to 12 months, because it's not a matter of if a recession is coming, it's a matter of when does a recession actually kick off. And what we need to define is what a recession is and how it's not going to affect everyone, the way it's previously affected people before. Now there's a few things to this, but it's essentially coming down to the death of the middle class. And I've spoken about this in this video, definitely go check it out. It's so interesting to see how things have changed, where the rich are getting richer and the poor are getting poorer, and why you need to position yourself properly. Because things can fall off a cliff very quickly if you're not prepared. Number one is invest in real estate. Now I'm a real estate channel, so you're probably watching this going, yeah, he's gonna mention real estate at some point. So I thought, hey, I'm gonna mention it straight away. And we get it out of the way, why? Because I think it's the most important. When you look at the fundamentals of real estate, yes, you'll have so many people come out and say it's a Ponzi scheme, it's a bubble. And then if you actually figure out their context behind why they're saying those things is because it's mainly unachievable to buy your own home than have an investment portfolio if you don't know what you're doing. So essentially, if you've got people that have had a bad experience with it or don't really understand how to grow wealth with it, then they're naturally gonna be negative. It's the same way if you bought Bitcoin at the top and now it's retraced by 70%, you're like, uh, I don't think it works. I don't wanna be involved. Or you run a business and you run Facebook ads for like three months and you're like, yeah, this is shit. I don't think it works. But it can work if you understand how it works. So what I would urge you to do is look back at history and look back at times where there was some financial distress, you had a deflationary period and you had people go and invest into real estate rather than sit on the sidelines hoping either prices go lower or they're going to wait for confirmation that things have now improved and then they purchase. Let's use an example, right? You look at 2020, it was a weird and wacky time. I get it. And that pandemic, really induced the recession. So we would go out to say it was a black swan event. So maybe things are different. Well, if you go back and look at 2020, in 2018 to 2020, prices weren't really moving in Australia. For real estate in good quality areas, you had some properties going up, but it was mainly flat or even decreasing in many parts of Australia, mainly due to the lending policies and changes APRA brought in. However, if you bought in early stages of 2020, you were sitting pretty by the end of 2020. And I know this because that was when I bought the most real estate I've ever bought in Feb and March of 2020. When you see fear and you understand how the system works, you want to be in real estate. Now, yes, you could go on and say, ah, oh, he's plugging his buyer's agency and whatnot. At the end of the day, you can make up your own decision. Look at the data. The data doesn't lie. And when you go back even further and look at the GFC, 2007, 2008, 2009, you're telling me that even if you bought the tippy top before the GFC actually kicked off, you would be upset now? No, prices in many areas of Australia are up 100, 150%. And in some areas, 
areas, you've got 200 to 300% just since 2008, 2009. Now I'm not saying all property is gonna go up and a big consideration you need to have is that while interest rates are so high, it is so much harder to hold a larger portfolio. If you were already negatively geared with rates being this high, you're probably underwater big time and you have no life outside of actually investing because all of your money goes towards holding those properties. During a recessionary time or deflationary period, the people that win are the ones who can hold their assets. I remember getting taught this ages ago. I don't know whether it was a random teacher or whether I read it in a book somewhere. The focus was that during a recession, most people will go into defense mode. They will try and hold on to anything they can, but most will lose those things. What you wanna do is not only do you wanna hold the assets you have, but if you can actually even increase it a little bit during this period, you're gonna set yourself up really well because usually a recession or a downturn is very cyclical and it usually comes between eight and 12 years. So if we don't see another one for another eight years, you better be taking advantage when it happens this time. Number two is start a business. What most people will do is go, hey, why would I start a business in a recession? Like everyone's gonna be trying to save as much money as possible and whatnot. That's why you need to look at the environment today and see where is the opportunity lying. If you look at something like every recession has winners and losers. And what you wanna do is if you can position yourself with a business that sets yourself up for winning, you'll realize the gains as soon as the economy actually starts recovering. There are many big companies that were born during a recession. When a recession happens, things crumble and it's a reset of the system. If you can then position yourself with the right tools, the right team, then you're able to actually take advantage of what happens in the next cycle. Number three is beef up your emergency fund. I can tell you when there's volatility, you do not wanna be roaming around without a rainy day fund or an emergency fund. You wanna have that peace of mind. So despite me saying, hey, go out there, full on attack, you know, start a business, go and do this, go and do that, invest in this. You really wanna take a breath and say, okay, before I think about any of that, I need to have an emergency fund because if things go wrong and they will, then you need to know that you've got the savings in your bank to be able to go and make those moves if you need to. Financial health is important, but mental health is beyond everything else. So for me, happiness is way above financial goals. And so if I'm not happy and I'm trying to achieve my financial goals, I need to change that because I need to keep them realigned all the time. And that's why I keep revisiting my plan every couple of weeks. With that emergency fund, it's a rainy day fund. So you're not touching that because you want to go on a holiday. It's you holding back to say, okay, if something goes wrong, I'm already protected. I know that I can fund myself for that period of time. I can take care of my family, which means now I can stay aggressive and I can stay aggressive for longer. Whereas most people won't even have the emergency fund, which means taking opportunities when they come up in a recession, they're probably doing the opposite and selling their positions in stocks or real estate because they need an emergency fund in case they lose their job. Number four is upskill yourself. Now, the thing is, this is probably not recession time specific. I think it's specific to all times. What I mean by that is go out there, learn something new. Upskilling is very important, especially when you've got the rise of AI technology. You've got so many things changing. People are moving jobs. People are moving demand into certain sectors. You want to be on top of that because it's not good enough now in 2023 or 2024, depending on when you're watching this, to go, ah, oh, it sort of happened to me. I'm so sad. No, pull up your socks, take some time every single day and try and upskill yourself. Work towards a course. There's so many things online for free now that you really have no excuse. You can spend hours on YouTube, make some notes, but put them into action as well. And you'll thank yourself because when you look back six months ago and you didn't know those skills and now you do, you could potentially pick up a part-time job or contracting work on the side, which could then help elevate your emergency fund and also set you up to buy more assets when they're on the cheap. Now, before I jump into my last two tips, if you have enjoyed 
this video, definitely drop a like for the video and also share in the comments down below what your tip is for other people in this community. It's a very difficult time and sometimes people just want to listen to other people, not some guy who's, you know, wearing the black t-shirt. So help each other out in the community and drop a comment down below. Number five is diversify your income. During 2020, I remember how many people were scared to go, I'm going to lose my job. I'm going to lose my job. I'm going to lose my job. And what I was saying to them, I was like, look, okay, great. You probably are going to lose your job, right? We don't know how deep this is going to be. But if you know that might happen, what are you doing in your spare time? Everyone's at home now. So you probably got two hours of commute time back every single day. You should probably start diversifying your income. Now at the time you're buying multiple properties, you could do positive cash flow and you got the income coming from there. And now you'd be obviously sitting pretty with a lot of equity, but you could also have looked at other side hustles. In fact, I started my YouTube channel in 2020 and now the YouTube channel generates anywhere between four and $5,000 a month. Now that's not a brag or a flex here. It's more to say that I never intended to make money off YouTube. It was just, hey, I wanna talk about things I actually love. And that happens to be personal finance and real estate. And you guys were like, hey, I like what this guy has to say. So you came to the YouTube channel. But if I hadn't gone and started that YouTube channel while everyone was sitting at home and I just, you know, turned on the camera and started recording myself, I'd be stuck without that income. And I know for a lot of people, even if you're making an extra 200 bucks a week, that's gonna be phenomenal in any time. But during a recessionary time, that's gonna present massive opportunity for you. And number six is probably the most obvious, but cut back expenses. And I would start right now. If you're going out there and saying, I wanna go for a holiday and I'm gonna plan this and I'm gonna plan that, this is probably the time where you go and beef up your emergency fund and cut down those expenses. Because think about it this way. If you have now the opportunity to pick up assets at the cheap, you have the ability to pick up assets on a discount. You also are in an environment where most people are defensive, which means less demand in all of these asset markets. You're actually able to grow your wealth a lot quicker because as the market starts turning back, you'll have emotion kick in. You'll have a lot of FOMO activity and you'll have people's confidence increase. When people's confidence increase, they go trigger happy with their money and you want to have already built your position. So if that means a $10,000 holiday or $10,000 towards buying more assets, I'm choosing that one. And you can go on twice as many holidays when those assets actually increase in value over the next two or three years. There are no guarantees in life, but one of the major guarantees apart from you dying, because that's a guarantee, is that the markets will go up and they will go down. So for you, if you want to stay in the market for longer, you actually want to retire early. These are the times where you can make a big difference. So I urge you all out there to start taking on these tips. Share in the comments down below something that can help other people. And I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks guys.